Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, October 20th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, cornerback Darius Slay. Uh, I mean, not really. You know, you know, uh, they part of the coaching staff. They got a coach together, so I mean, they, they can't change too much. But uh, you know, they uh, one thing I can commend them for uh, for going out there and playing like that after that kind of you know tragic situation. Now that's tough uh, to have a team like that that's mentally tough to go out there and play that hard and uh, come out with a dub. That's pretty, pretty, pretty. That tells a lot about a team. This defense, this defense has done a really good job of not giving up the big plays. When you see this Raiders team loving to chuck the ball down the field, take their shots all the time, right. um, can that kind of play into your hands if they're, if they're trying to do that to you? I mean, they try to take big plays. That's what we're here for, you know. Uh, cover as long as we can. You know, we got a great pass rush that's going to get there in time. So, you know, we'd be ready for it. What makes uh, the, the quarterback, uh, what makes him so good? Uh, you know, he's been playing a long time, man, years under his belt. Uh, know, know the game in and out. Um, you know, Derek is, like, really know. He's, like, he just got out there play ball, man, competitive, uh, and makes smart decisions, and leads the team the right way. Is Waller one of those tight ends that you have to play like a receiver? Of course. Um, <clears throat> fast. Can, uh, you know, on film, you can see him run away from DBs. He can do it from uh, whatever you need to. So, uh, you know, we got to make sure we on him. And, um... He's a big part of the offense. You know, he get a lot of targets, man. Uh, I've been watching the Ravens game the other day. She was like 17. You know, that's, that's kind of kind of that's real, real high. You know, that's running back targets. So, yeah, we got to be ready for him. Do you ever think that you'd be on a defense that uh, played as much? Zone? I mean, like apparently you guys have played more zone than any other team in the NFL. Um, you'd ever be a part of a scheme that did that? I mean. Uh, shoot, I don't, I can't control that, you know. Uh, that's the um, upstairs can do. I don't know. All I can do is just play. So whatever they need me to do, I just do it at my best ability. Slide, what do you see from their receivers? Rugs, obviously the speed guy. Yeah. Uh, Renfro, more, more in the slot. What have you seen from those guys? Uh, guys that can make plays, man, down the field. Definitely Rugs can uh, stretch the field out. Uh, big time player. Uh, Shoot, the more get after it. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we're a de- uh, secondary that I like to get after it, too. So we're going to compete and, um, and try to do the best we can to help the defense. So you us sometimes about how interceptions are dependent upon. Saying that you, in the past, you've spoken about how the interceptions are sometimes dependent upon the scheme you're in based on what kind of where your body is. How does a, the zone compare to the man in, in, in terms of getting interceptions? I mean, it's, it's harder in man, honestly, because you just can't see the ball a lot. But, uh, you know. You just get a lot more targets when you're a man, you know, study his own. So, uh, but, you know, anyway, go. As long as you see the rock, get your hand on the ball. Thank you. All right, Next, defensive tackle Fletcher Cox. To have Wayne back, how happy are you to see him back? And obviously, I'm sure, you know, you for him during that. It's always good, you know, when you get a guy back in the building, especially a guy like Lane. I mean, all-pro guy like Lane, one of, the, one of the guys, you know, that's always been around, you know, one of the one of the best offensive tackles in football. So it's always good when you got a guy like him back in the locker room. Um, 
And, you know, of course, you know, we, he know we, he know we all got his back. And um, I think, like I said last week, you know, we all got our problems, you know. And, uh, you know, you everybody got a different a different deal. But, you know, you got to feel for a guy, you, you know, you – you know, you see him and you, you try to pick him up and, you know, just talk to him and just, you know, and just be normal, you know. I think that's all he wanted to love and know that, that the guys in the locker room got his back. I said he's doing better. I've seen that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got you know, you it. Obviously, a guy, you've been out of the building for, for some time and, you know, um, he shouldn't feel bad about nothing, you know. Um, like I just said, we all have, you know, real-life problems. We're all human, and I think that, you know, sometimes people – um, they don't realize it. They forget. They think they were bulletproof, um, and and that's the, that's the funny part about it. So, um, like you said, we all got his back, and uh, we look forward to seeing him at 65 on the field on Sunday. As a veteran, what's your, I, I guess, reaction, or how do you interpret it when a, a longtime player like Ertz gets traded? I hear you. When a longtime player like Ertz gets traded, how do you react to it? What's your interpretation of it, that kind of thing? Uh, I mean, it sucks, you know, um, but you got to know that it's a business, you know. Um, I mean, obviously, um, I'm, I'm – I'm pretty sure, you know, that's not probably what Zach wanted. But, you know, at the same time, you know, I'm sure he's happy. You know, I talk to him, he's smiling, FaceTime, he's smiling. And um, that's all you can ask for a guy, you know, know that he'll be missed. Um, he did a lot for this organization, a lot for this city. Um, he's, I mean, he's my teammate since since he got here nine years. And, uh, you know, I'd be, be, be really happy for him to go out and, you know, um, and see him in a bit strange, see him in a different color jersey. But, like I said, I'm just happy for him. We've seen more snaps for you the last few weeks uh, on that last drive. Though there was a period there where you weren't out there. Was there, was there something uh, wrong, or is just the way the, the way the, the, the rotation was going? To my the last drive of the game on Thursday. I guess the Buccaneers. Yeah. Well, I think they've completed the first down. I don't think I think we had like one timeout or something. And I think if you know football at that point, the game's kind of over. So I rotated out and then went back in. Just a rotation. Up next, safety, Rodney McLeod. Yeah, they're a very explosive offense. Uh, Derek Carr's having a great season, uh, have a real good skill group. Uh, tight end's great. Uh, Ruggs obviously uh, grabs a lot of attention, and, and Josh Jacobs runs the ball hard. So uh, it's top down, man. They're, uh, they're a stout group. Uh, and we know we have to come out and play our best ball on the road in order to get a victory. Yeah, I think it's uh, every week in the NFL, man. Uh, you know, we're all here for a reason. Uh, teams are good. It's any given Sunday. Uh, you have to play your best uh, on Sundays. You got to execute at a high level, have to make plays when they come to you. Uh, and we just have to we have to find a way to get a win. But uh, the challenge, uh, there's a challenge every week in this league, and, and the goal stays the same, man, just just win. Um, compete and find a way to, to, to get a win. Rodney, as one of the team captains, now that Lane has shed light on uh, his personal matter with men, uh, prioritizing uh, mental health, how important are those conversations, uh, you know, with the team, with the staff, and with you being one of the captains? It's very important to have those conversations. I think everybody in this locker room, uh, in this building, supports Lane. Uh, it's deeper than football, and we understanding that uh, he has some things uh, that he has to work on before he can return to play. And I think we all have accepted that and just uh, supported him, put our arms around him. Honestly, uh, everybody's expressed, uh, you know, hey, I'm 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 here for you. I'm I'm a shoulder to lean on. Uh, I'm an ear to listen to, and so I think it opens your eyes to 
um, a, a lot of a lot of issues that you know guys kind of face um, and go through, right? I mean, we we play the sport, we sacrifice so much, and you never know what it takes away from an individual. So, uh, someone like Lane, uh, a player his his caliber, uh, speaking out on his issue, I'm sure it'll just help other guys be able to you know come out and speak out uh, before it gets to that point. But uh, at the end of the day, man, I just want him to be uh, healthy. I want him to be safe, and uh, we're here for him. Rod, you've been around this team in the city for a really long time. You know it's pretty hard to keep something quiet around here. The fact that uh, your teammates, the front office, everybody handled this situation the right way. How much trust do you think that bought the, the locker room with the coaching staff and et cetera? And you guys all kind of bought into having each other's backs. One of our core values is connect, right? And so uh, this is the perfect time to, you know, showcase that, our, you know, our love and, and, and affection for one another, you know, as players. I mean, we go through a lot, man. We've, we've been on this journey since April uh, with this new staff, uh, new guys in the locker room, and, and guys who have been here for some years. So um, I think the trust has, has uh, grown, right? And, and, and now it's to a point where uh, we're putting it on display and being there for our brother. You, you've been through your fair share of adversity too, um, especially with injuries, and that wears on you mentally, right? How, what, how do you decompress during the season with it being kind of like a marathon like this? It's very hard to find time for yourself. Uh, and I, you know, I spoke on that earlier. We sacrifice a lot, and one of those things is time. And it's uh, something that you never get back. But uh, I think for me, I, I just lean on my support system. Uh, that's my family at home, my wife, um, you know, my parents, my siblings, and then my brothers in this locker room who, you know, I, I see on on a regular, right? Like seven days out of the week, I pretty much come in contact with someone. And so uh, that's all we're here for, man, is to, uh, you know, show our support and, and, and help uh, one of our brothers when he's down. Can you What's something that you know you've learned about Jonathan Dan that maybe you know that uh, one thing that I've learned about uh, JG is that uh, you know he's a he's a competitive individual. Um, you know he comes to work every day very passionate and, and a very positive uh, minded individual. And uh, you know you need someone like that. And obviously things haven't hasn't gone the way that we all hoped, but uh, we're looking forward to you know our next opportunity. And, you know, that's what he always tries to shed light on. So his positivity, his, his passion and competitiveness, uh, you know, definitely uh, stands out to me. Man, I mean, he's throwing the ball well. Uh, he's, he's putting it in, in, in great placements for his receivers to make plays. Uh, he's not making very um, – he's not making any um, – any, you know, incorrect decisions, right? Like he's playing smart uh, and he's he's not turning the ball over, which is good and, and what you want to see from your quarterback. And he's making the plays that come to him. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to uh, compete in the back end, uh, understand and recognize their setups, understand uh, what those receivers uh, do. They have a lot of tails. So we just have to lock in on that through our uh, film study and, and have a great week at practice. Right, Annie, uh, early first impressions on the new defensive back, Tay Gowan? Uh, tall, <laughs> tall, athletic uh, individual. Uh, hasn't really 
you know, said too much. You know, he's still trying to figure us all out. He just got here. But uh, you could tell, you know, he's just in the room taking it all in and, and, and ready to work. So I'm excited to, to see uh, what he has today, his first, first day of practice. You've gone up against Dallas Goddard for years and obviously this training camp. Um, now that Zach's gone, how, how much do you think he can benefit from being that the, the main focus at that position? Yeah, I, I think uh, Dallas has groomed into uh, one of the premier tight ends in this league, and and that's credit. Uh, I'm sure a lot of credit, you know, has to do with being in a room with Zach Ertz, uh, another competitive individual, and you know he's no longer here. But uh, Dallas was able to learn a lot from him, and so uh, Dallas has made a lot of plays since he's stepped foot here uh, on this team, and he'll continue to do that. Uh, you know. Regardless of the departure of Ertz, I think he he understands his role and that he's a playmaker on his team. And so excited to get him back and and uh, you know he makes a lot of plays for us this week. You hey. as one of the leaders on this team, when you have a veteran like Zach and a leader traded like that, um, what are you going to miss about Zach? And also, who needs to pick it up maybe in that leadership era area on that side of the ball? Yeah, Zach. Uh, I, I send him a text message, just telling him, you know, how much I I, I would miss him. Uh, just his presence in the locker room as a leader, uh, but also competing against him on the field, man. And and uh, you know, I started what six years ago. I came here, and that was one guy that you know I, I looked to and said, hey, I, I want you to get me better, and I, I want to make you better. So I'm uh, going to miss that, and uh, you know, everything that he's done outside of the game, uh, football for the city of Philadelphia, um, him as a friend. Um, you know, going to Bible studies with him. You know, there's a lot uh, that you kind of, you know, a lot of memories that uh, we develop. But at the end of the day, you know, it's next man up. Uh, and like I said, uh, that room is talented, uh, you know, already. And so uh, guys would be asked to be in a bigger role. Um, and everybody just accept that and, and step up and make the plays when they come to them. Next to the podium, defensive tackle, Javon Hardgrave. Javon, based on your start to the season, do you anticipate teams starting to slide protection your way a little bit more? Uh, I think, I mean, yeah. Um, I guess I get a little more attention um, just the way I've been producing. But like I said before, um, they kind of got to pick out, uh, pick their poison with us because all of us can win. When you do see double teams, do you start to prepare for that more? Is there a way to prepare for that? No, not really. It's just really the same routine. I mean, you get the double team, you try to, I mean, you try to beat the double team too, um, but that's creating more one-on-ones for other guys. We've uh, had several guys cycle through here as, you know, the guy on Fletcher's right hip. Nobody's had the success in the condensed period of time that you had. Why do you think that it's working so much more effectively for you than it did for, say, Timmy or Malik and yourself? I mean, I don't really know. I um, I wasn't here with them guys, um, but you know, Fletch getting most of the attention. So for me, it's just um, winning my one on ones when they come to me, and you know, trying to win them quick and get into the quarterback. Stands out about Carr. I mean, he 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 done played football for a while, so he just know where to go to with the ball. Um, you know, he got a great arm, so he got um, fast receiver, so he just you know he can do everything. What was your initial reaction when you heard about the emails about regarding John Gruden? Did you speak with any of your like, former teammates or anybody else about it? Or uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, what can you do um, as one of the leaders on defense to help have you guys get off the better starts or stops early? 
I mean, I just, you know, uh, played great football, winning on one-on-ones, getting off blocks, uh, stopping the run, and getting out the quarterback. Just, I mean, everybody got got to be better, but like I say for myself, I got to be better and um, getting us going. No, I think it's just more technique things. Um, you know, just everybody just doing their job and doing it at a high level, um, and that'll take us a long way. Do you notice that the ball's coming out quicker from, quarterback, from quarterback's hands uh, this year versus last? Oh, most definitely. It's, it seems like every year it gets quicker and quicker. Um, but we just got to win our one-on-ones, um, win, win them faster than we have been to try to get to the quarterback and affect them. Do you notice that sort of from week to week? Uh, obviously, when you go in against Tom Brady, you know it's coming out pretty quickly. Do you know you're going to have at least a, a little bit more time? Yeah, they kind of um, – uh, coaches and stuff actually tell us things like that of how quick they're getting the football out or what's the average of them getting our football out. Um, it, like you say, it varies from quarterbacks, but all of them getting it out pretty fast this year, but certain quarterbacks is different. How do you spend the time off? Sleeping, Netflix, just eating bad, <laughs> just chilling. Uh, yeah, I watch. I watched a lot of it. Well, I watched the what, what game? I watched that Dallas game. That was pretty good. Then I watched the uh, Sunday night game with Pittsburgh. That was real good. But... Thank you. Offensive tackle Jordan Mailata. Hey Jordan, thanks for taking the time today. You're right. Thanks for having me. We'll get started here with Ed Kratz and then Martin Frank. Hi, hi Jordan. Um, Lane Johnson, back at practice today. How, how do you react to that? And where are you preparing to play on Sunday, right or left tackle? Um, it was, it's, it's bloody great to have Lane back. You know, he just brings this morale boost that, you know, it's 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 needed, you know, especially, you know, how we're going right now. And, and I think just having Lane back, just having having our, our, our brother back, man, it means a lot to us, especially as an O-line, but as a whole team perspective. Um, definitely that moral boost that, you know, everyone just being around him, everybody missing him. Glad we, that we have him back. Glad he's doing well. And, uh, yeah, you know, as in terms for Sunday, I'm just preparing to do whatever it takes for the team. Um, preparing both sides. So, you know, whatever happens on game day happens. But, you know, we're, we're making sure that we cover all bases. Go ahead, Martin, and then Les. Hey, Jordan. Um, so, so you mentioned, obviously, that you're kind of preparing – both sides and everything is that are you used to that now like being able to go back and forth between left and right and and how long did it take you know to feel comfortable on the right side and now maybe go back to left um yeah I think it's it's I think the more reps that I've gotten you know in the last four years kind of made it a lot more easier to transition to you know and be that swing tackle um yeah I wouldn't necessarily know when it just you know, you just got to focus on, on, on every rep as it comes. You know, I, that's pretty much how I do it. Um, that's, I think that's what allows me to play both sides, just handling every rep by its, you know, by, by rep, every rep by rep. And, uh, you know, the whole four seconds of focus and then on to the next. Go ahead, Les, and then Rube. Hey, Jordan. Uh, watching you in warm-ups today, you were – Kind of messing with your brace a little bit. It looked like you were a, a bit hobbled by it early on. Uh, 
how's that knee going? Uh, is it back to 100%? Uh, you know, how, how do you see that situation right now? Yeah, no, I was fiddling with it because uh, I was cutting off my circulation, Les. Uh, I don't know if you've ever worn a brace, but, mate, I, I think I put it on too hard. And I was cutting off my circulation, so I was trying to fiddle with it to, to make it, you know, not cut off my circulation so I didn't feel like I, you know, had to amputate my leg. But uh, once I got it, you know, set to the right place, um, kind of felt nice. And, uh, yeah, I can't remember the last part of your question, to be honest. Just how, how the knee is overall, how close to 100% do you think you are? Uh, oh, yeah, it's, 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 about, uh, it's about 95%. Still have a little bit of tenderness and a little bit of tweaks here and there, but with the brace, I'd say it's 100%. But without it, 95 Thank you. Go ahead, Ruben and Martin. Hey, Jordan. Uh, you talked about Lane and, and how everybody in the locker room and everybody in the building um, had his back through this. What is it about Lane that makes him such a special guy, such a special teammate, uh, such a special person? I mean, his attitude toward the game, um, such a professional. He's a hard worker and sets a prime example for, I guess, rookies coming in, <clears throat> regardless of position, you know, just the work ethic, showing them how to work, um, and even just being a great person, you know, a great teammate. It's one thing that, you know, he just he, he's easy to get along with gets along with any position group, and uh, he's just one of those guys in the locker room that can make you laugh when, when you know, you, you're having a tough day. He can make you laugh like like lickety-split. So, yeah. Go ahead, Martin. Hey, Jordan. Did um, Lane's situation, did that kind of, like, raise awareness for you as, as a young guy with regards to mental illness? Did it kind of, like, open your eyes up a little <laughs> bit to that? I mean, being that, you know, you guys are all – pretty famous athletes, you know, make, make a decent amount of money and stuff. Did it kind of open your eyes to the fact that it could happen to anybody? Yeah, it, that's the thing. <clears throat> um, you never know who, who's suffering, uh, who's going through it. It's always the, uh, the quiet ones, the guys who don't say anything that, you know, are going through it the most. And uh, it definitely brought awareness to, you know, I guess mental health and, and the whole situation with Lane and, yeah, I think it was, it was kind of a very educating time for, for our O-line and <clears throat> I think our team in general just to see, you know, like I said, Lane being that positive guy, the funny guy, that, that guy that can mix with any group, come out and say that he's dealing with something, you know, behind behind the behind the doors. Uh, it's just insane. You, you you never think that of uh you know, of 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 Lane to, to be like that. So yeah, definitely brought awareness and Definitely taught me something about mental health. Go ahead, Adam and Les. Jordan, I just want to get your reaction to, you know, trading Zach Ertz. You've been a teammate of his for over two years. Uh, just your thoughts on that whole deal. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, was, I was gutted, but, you know, this is the nature of the business. And um, you, you, you kind of get used to it, but you don't get used to it. You know, um, it's, it's I've seen a lot of guys come and go, and it, and it breaks my heart every time somebody leaves. And you know, for Zach, it, it broke my heart. And uh, you know, it, I got to see him, I think, right before he spoke to the media to you guys. And uh, yeah, I was kind of glad I saw him on Friday before he headed out. Go ahead, Les. Les, I think you're on mute. Okay, there we go. I hope. 
Sorry. Uh, Jordan, I just want to ask you, the offensive line, uh, you're playing a D this week, that uh, D line that was very, very uh, successful its last time out against the Broncos. Uh, <laughs> Think, what do you think you guys need to do better? Uh, can, is there something that needs to happen with the O-line to really get the offense uh, it, being consistent, which is what Jalen Hurts talked about today? Yeah, execution. Um, you know, I think when we get out there on Sunday and just play, well, execution. Focus on the execution of the play, um, like one play at a time. You know, there's, there's these times where we've just lacked that execution and, you know, coming in and watching the film helps us realise what we need to correct. And so, you know, that's why we practice during the week to correct those mistakes um, and, and get the, the execution right. So I think a big part of it this week is going to be, you know, executing the right technique um, and, and, you know, taking it play by play and keep doing that over and over again. Coach Stout always says execution fuels, fuels emotion. So, you know, that's, that's one thing that we're going to carry over this week and, and make, emphasize and make that the point. You know, execution fuels, fuels, golly, I can't say that, that word, fuels emotion. Thank you. We'll go to Zach and then Josh. Hey, Jordan, not exactly a hard-hitting question here, but have you ever been to Las Vegas? And it's obviously in, uh, a big international city. Growing up in Australia, what did you know about Las Vegas? Uh, the, the only thing I knew about Las Vegas was the, uh, the Honey, I Shrank the Kids movie where the, where the kids walking through all the, the casinos and all the, all the stuff, knocking it down and stuff. And then, um, yeah, I've never been to, uh, Las Vegas. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Jordan. Another, uh, pretty lighthearted question, but uh, Aaron Sipos, the, obviously, you know, he's, um, he's had a pretty good, uh, season thus far. Um, as one of the fellow Aussies on the team, uh, as, have you done anything to get him so comfortable? I mean, it looks like, you know, he's, he's um, you know, very comfortable out there. Anything that you guys do off the field with Kazine, exploring different things, um, just between your relationship? Oh, man, we always, what do you guys, we call it banter. So we always, like, pulling, pulling each other's legs and just, I'm giving him like I'll be like, listen, man. If you don't kick this ball right now, I said, man, you might as well pack your bags and leave, bro. And he starts cracking up. That's just the banter that we we have. And every time he does something well, I just go go to him, play. You're like, oh, sorry, pardon my language. I'm like, you're you're a damn good player, bro. Keep it up. You know, just keep keep that positive talk up in his ear. And and every time he's doing a bit too good, I bring him back down to earth. So, yeah, my mom's definitely gonna kill me for swearing. We won't, we won't tell her. Yeah, don't <laughs> tell her. Don't tell her, guys. All right. Thanks for the time, Jordan. <laughs> See you, guys. And lastly, quarterback Jalen Hurts. How we doing? So Nick was talking about um, sometimes he sees you escape the pocket a little quicker than he would like. Do, do you see that as a problem for you? And if so, how do you correct it? Yeah, stay in the pocket, make the throw. A lot of times when I get out early, stay in there and make the throw. Is there anything that he can do to help you do that, or is that just trusting the play and trusting the line? Um, it, it is me, you know. It's uh, something I hold myself accountable for, so 
um, you know, you have different situations, different things come up, um, and, you know, nobody, no one sees what I see out there, but, you know, just got to go out there and execute it, make it right. That's my job is to make it right. I've said it. I've said executing and the value of that, just going out there and executing and, um, you know, putting it all together. You know, I, I know we have, um, I know we have everything we need here. Um, you know, I know, I know we have everything we need here, and I believe that it's just a matter of, of doing it. You know, you look at us and we 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 failed to be consistent enough to win ball games. Um, we've been in every game, and we just failed to be consistent enough to win. So um, it's all things that we control, and we know that, and um, that's that's why we're so eager uh, for this week and this opportunity, and to go out there and practice. The uh, the mini buy the weekend off and, and did you use it as a chance to reset yourself in any way? Um, it's just a, a longer break, I guess. I just chill, really. Um, always an opportunity to get better, get better. Um, take take some takeaways from the first six games. Um, you know, just build on it. What mem- I'm sorry. If you look at Henry Ruggs, what memories do you have of Henry Ruggs as a teammate, and what was your first impression? Of him? Yeah, he's fast. He's fast. Straight from uh, Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, a good friend, a good teammate of mine from Bama. Um, he, he's a threat out there on the field. He's, he's so fast. He can run. Um, he, he's a big-time playmaker. You lose a really good player in Zach Ertz. How is this offense different, if at all, now that Ertz is home? You know, Zach Ertz um, uh, has been a very special player for, for the city. Um, done a lot of special things here, obviously. Been a multiple-time Pro Bowler and winning, winning, winning the Super Bowl here, so I have so much respect to him, um, and, and and I wish him the best in his future. I got a lot of love for Zach. I'm happy, you know, he, he didn't go on on the right note, obviously, but he got a touchdown and got in the end zone and um, was making plays. So I'm happy for him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you you know, you you deal with you know people go through things, you know, and I think we have to. We have to know that and we have to, you know, value that and respect that, you know, and I have so much respect for Lane and, um, you know, knowing that everybody deals with something. Um, I'm happy to see him back and okay and, um, you know, committed. As so, a leader on the team, how do you handle a situation like that when a guy's going through something off the field? You just be supportive, you know, be supportive and give respect um, where it's deserved, you know, and um, for, for a guy like Lane, you know, he, everybody goes through something, like I said, so um, me being a friend of his and, just wanted to be there for him, and I'm, I'm happy he's okay, and I'm happy he's back. How do, things How do you absorb the, the news of the, the Ertz trade? I mean, obviously you guys are trying to, you know, you're in the middle of the season, trying to win every week. He's one of the better players, and, and uh, management decided to move on from him. It's, it's far um, not under my control, you know, so just kind of play the cards you dealt. How do you think Dallas will respond to being the number one guy? Excuse me. I think Dallas is a great player. Um, I think we all have a lot of tra- uh, trust and faith in Dallas. And um, you know, he'll, he'll attack it like he attacks anything else, trying to take advantage of his opportunities. Back this past weekend, you said you, you chilled this weekend, but did you watch football? And if so, was there anything you took from quarterbacks that you watched? Um, I really didn't. I, I mean, I watched, um, I watched OU. I watched Bama play. Um, <laughs> I watched OU and Bama play. Pretty good to see them win. Um, watch them play. Cook some food. Are you one to study other quarterbacks? I'm sorry? Are you one to study other quarterbacks? Oh, well, I'm a fan of football. Um, 
I'm always attentive to to what's going on. Um, but in particular, I was um, watching o Oklahoma and Bama play this weekend. Aaron Rodgers told, uh, well, he, he got a lot of flack for um, telling Chicago fans that he owns them. As a quarterback, as part of the fraternity, how do, how do you react to that? Uh, <laughs> man, I, <laughs> he's his own man, you know. <laughs> he say what he want to do, what he want. Um, if, they, if he feel like he own them, let him feel that way. Yeah, um, I, we can let everybody else think that way or, or say whatever they want to say about that. We, we just want to go out there and win games. Um, it's only pressure if you're allowed to be. Um, and there's nothing here. We just want to win. Now that's the that's the goal. That's the objective. Um, and we just want to get better every day and continue to chase that. With the slow start to the offense, Nick was talking about adjusting better to different looks, maybe looks you weren't expecting. What do you think over as, overall as an offense, how you can adjust better early on in the game? Um, by, by, by adjusting and, and you know, make, making changes when, when need be. Again. How important is it? For, you said you chilled. You said yeah. you watched the NFL. Why is it important to kind of take yourself away from the game for a little bit? It's not like I just walked away from that. No, but I, mean, I, mean, I, like, I watched I watch ball, you know, I, just, just a normal weekend. Um, you know, did a lot of self-evaluating uh, on our end. Um, I think as, as an offense and as a team from a coaching standpoint. So um, we're hungry, you know what I'm saying? We're hungry uh, to come back and have an opportunity this week. When you did get back, Jalen, was it any different with the coaching staff? They had an opportunity to sort of self-scout the first six games. Was there any kind of different messaging from them, or is it business as well? That's the same messaging around here. You know what I'm saying? One percent better every day. Rendu, attack the day. Um, and that's what it's about. You know, you got you to gotta put, put your focus in the process um, and trusting in that process, um, and attacking the day and winning the day. And that's what we're trying to do today, starting off the week. I see a, I see a lot of things, not only with myself but but this team and this offense. Um, you know, I just I, 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 we just need to be more consistent to win games. Um it's point that's what it is. Um and and, and we're happy to have the opportunity to do that coming up. You know, but consistency is everything in this league. You know, we've we've been there. Um, we've, we've had some close ones. You know, we've this close to you know coming back last week. You know, ran out of time essentially, but wasted time early on. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of opportunities here, and we have everybody we need. I'll say that forever, and I'll continue to say it. Um, and you know, we're gonna put it together. Nick said one of the Nick said one of the things he evaluated about himself is that he needs to be a little more steady. He feels like sometimes maybe he gets too up when things are good, maybe too down when things are bad. Uh, I think you've long prided yourself on being very consistent and steady. How have those two personalities meshed when he gets that way, perhaps when you're kind of maybe more flat line? I think, you know, the first thing that came to my head when you said that was, I mean, you know, 
everybody's good when, when everything's, you know what I'm saying, operating well, um, everything's clicking, you know, so let's make it click. Simple. Jay, when there's a sample size that, you know, you're not testing the middle of the field between the hashes, very few targets in that area, is that kind of how you see it? Or, I mean, are you, are you purposely avoiding that area of the field? Or is that just where the offense takes it? trying to execute everything that's called. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.